There is always another story or another side to it. A unique angle, a unique viewpoint, a unique insight. This is High FM. For Chai FM, I'm Michael McKenna. Let's start with updates from the United States, where anti-Semitism is rearing its ugly head as flyers reflecting anti-Jewish content have been distributed to households this week, allegedly by white supremacist groups. Letters in plastic bags were placed on driveways of residents in Jacksonville, Florida, and in Long Island, flyers, also packed in plastic bags and dumped on driveways, contain pictures branded with a logo belonging to the Goyam Defense League, which is a white nationalist organization believed to be spearheading the campaign. The Anti-Defamation League in the United States has reacted strongly to this development, vowing to continually speak out and act against such hate and anti-Semitism activities. And also in an act of solidarity, Afaf Nasher, the executive director of the New York Council on American-Islamic Relations, has condemned the flyers, declaring them as Nazi-inspired and racial supremacist propaganda. And whilst the United States battles anti-Jewish sentiments, reaction continues to pour in regarding Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas's remarks during a press conference in Germany that Israel committed 50 holocausts in response to a question posed to him about the forthcoming 50th anniversary of the attack on the Israeli team at the Munich Olympics. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has issued a statement expressing disgust at such remarks relating to the Holocaust horrors. Germany's ambassador to Israel, Stefan Siebert, also condemned Abbas's statement regarding the Holocaust and said it was completely unacceptable, adding that Germany will always stand against any attempt to deny the Holocaust. Yad Vashem chairman Dani Dayan said the statement was despicable, disgusting and a new low. Whilst the United States Special Envoy for Monitoring and Combating Anti-Semitism noted that Holocaust distortion can have dangerous consequences and fuels anti-Semitism. Latest reports coming out of Australia indicate that an active neo-Nazi group is suspected of vandalizing the Adelaide Holocaust Museum and Andrew Steiner Center Complex. The center's director, Kathy Bakich, says the museum's mission is to tell the stories of the Holocaust and its victims, adding that it does not simply recall the past, but also transforms the future. She went on to say that the growing threat from extremist groups, both here and abroad, highlights an urgent need to ensure that school groups and attendees are safe and not subject to any anti-Semitic activity whilst visiting the museum. The museum has recently reported numerous and brazen acts of vandalism, reflecting a growing threat from extremist groups, fueling anti-Semitism and racism. From Canada, Anita Neville, a former member of parliament and a prominent member of the Winnipeg Jewish community, has been named Manitoba's next lieutenant governor. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau commended Neville as a true champion and leader of a community, province and country. Neville, who will be the first Jewish person to hold such a position, is honoured by the appointment, declaring that she will certainly introduce her Jewish values into the role by focusing on education, human rights, exchanges between different communities, reconciliation and understanding. Neville has an extensive history of involvement in Winnipeg's Jewish community and reaction to her appointment has been completely positive. On a lighter note, and despite differences one has in life with one another, Israel has teamed up with the Palestinian Water Authority to build a trunk line, which will be used to transport treated wastewater for agricultural use from the Al Berea treatment plant near Ramallah to Palestinian farmers in the Jericho Valley. 
The 30-kilometer pipeline will carry between 2.5 and 3.5 million cubic meters a year of much-needed high-quality agricultural water to farmers in the Jordan Valley. And after four years of meetings, field studies, reports and designs, final plans were submitted and approved and the building permit was recently issued. The successful negotiations and agreement between the Israeli Civil Administration and the Palestinian Water Authority was overseen by the Arafa Institute. That's a leading academic and research institution in Israel, which promotes cross-border environmental cooperation in contrast to continuing unsettled political conflicts. And for Chai FM, I'm Michael McKenna. This Chai FM Global Update is a daily newscast focusing on Jewish news from the diaspora. It's free for you to listen to on chaifm.com. If you subscribe, we will email it to you daily.